Welcome to the Lodge Real Estate Home Truths Podcast. Join us as we speak the truth about home ownership, the housing market, and the place we call home, Hamilton. Come on in and make yourself comfortable. Thanks for listening into Home Truths. I'm your host, Jeremy O'Rourke, Managing Director of Lodge Real Estate. And today I'm really excited for the chance to get to know more about a long-standing institution in our community, Hamilton Marist, also known as the Green Machine. They've just ticked over 100 years at Easter, uh, celebrating the centenary, and they continue to be a valuable community connector, both on and off the pitch. I'm joined today by uh, the 9-10 combination of James Walsh, uh, club captain, and Ryan Ryan Gilbrison, uh, coach of the under-85s. We're talking about the club's past, present, and future, plus an upcoming game for the uh, great cause. Welcome to our podcast, gentlemen. Cheers. Thanks, for Thanks Jeremy. Thanks, Thanks very much for joining us. Uh, before we kick off, let's get uh, to attend to our regular feature, Two Truths and a Lie. Lads, you've got uh, plenty of material to work with, 100 years of stories and uh, mistruths and bits and pieces that you uh, will have been doing at the club. So if I can uh, just ask you, please, to uh, read your three statements, and at the end of the podcast, we'll uncover... Uh, which one of them is, in fact, a lie? James. Right, thanks, Jeremy. Um, the three statements we have, the two truths and a lie, um, Hamilton Marist Rugby Football Club is just a rugby club. Um, Ryan has never scored a try for the Green Machine. And Marist is actually 101 years old. So we'll see if that comes yeah, out later on. Yeah. <laughs> the truth will be revealed. Yeah, yeah. Have you we'll got see. three for us, uh, Ryan, or are we just doing James's three today? Uh, just, just James's three, I think. Well, I've got <laughs> no clue as to which one of those was a lie, so I'm actually looking forward to actually uncovering it at the end of this uh, podcast. James, thanks very much for that. All right, uh, James, how did you uh, get involved with Har- Hamilton Maris? What were your origins? Um, origins were we moved to Hamilton... Um, when I was a lot younger, sort of five or six, went to a Catholic school, St. Joseph's, um, and then from there with the Marist Connection or Catholic Connection, got um, into the Marist Rugby Club when started playing juniors, went away for, for schooling and university, then came back probably about sort of 10, 15 years later, and then um, just naturally progressed back to the club, just drawn back to it. Um, yeah, so that's been our sort of journey on that. Drawn back to it because uh, it is such a strong community co- connector and it seems that uh, as a community you actually do draw people. Yeah, yeah, it's it's one of those ones where you sort of, you are kind of st- not stuck in for life, but you kind of are drawn <laughs> back to it because whereas, you know, it's you see connected through the community, through everyone that you sort of know and um, yeah, if you went and started playing for other places, you'd probably hear about it pretty quickly. So, <laughs> <laughs> What about you, Ryan? How did you get started? Yeah, with a, a different direction for me. I actually grew up in, in the small uh, king country town of Taumaranui and uh, moved up here in my later, uh, late teens um, to, uh, to move to the big city and, and see what life was all about and uh, a good friend of mine, my actually childhood hero, um, Dean Anglesey, played for Hamilton Maris, and he's a Tomata Nui boy born and bred, and I sort of thought, well, if it's good enough for Hecky, it's it's good enough for me. Uh, so I turned up and um, got ingrained in it, really, and, and sort of like while she says, just you don't leave. It, it just becomes a part of you. The people become a part of you, and I'll never go anywhere else. On Fr- friend get friend kind of thing. Mm, yeah. 
Blood's green now. Yeah. <laughs> now, I know neither of you have been around for a uh, hundred years, but one of the things that I do enjoy when I come down to the nearest um, club is you've got a lot of the elders around the uh, around the table and they hold your culture and they yeah. actually share the yeah. stories uh, from yesteryear. So how did how did Hamilton Maris um, come about? Well, it was founded um, sort of in the early 1920s, I think. It was something, I think, and a lot of clubs are actually celebrating sort of in the next sort of five or so years, the 100 years, and I think that was timely when we were talking about today with, you know, 1918, you had the end of the First World War, you had um, the Spanish flu pandemic, which is something we've been similar to um, mm. recently, mm. and, you know, things like rugby and stuff were a great great place for the community to reconnect and stuff, and I think it was formalising that and, and making these places a home for the community when, you know, when you're separated through those sort of massive events throughout mm. the world, so... You've had a few successes over the years as well. Yeah, there's been a few. We've won a few titles. We're not the most successful club in um, in Hamilton in terms of premier titles. Um, I won't talk about who is. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I uh, won't say a word. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's secret safe but, with me. Um, in terms of over all the grades, I think we'd be sort of competing over there in terms of the titles we've won. We've won the 70s, uh, the 90s, um, early 2000s, mm -hmm. and then as recently as uh, 2013, 14, 15, we were the first club to do a three-peat of the Premier um, and in, Championship. And in particular, that 2013 year yeah, yeah. was very special. Every team, I hate to say it apart from mine, <laughs> yeah. won the final, including 13th, 13th grade and 12th, grade, and 12th as well. grade as well. So just, you know, it is just a successful club um, that expects success, mm. uh, breeds success and celebrates success. It's not all about winning, but obviously success, you know, breeds that that culture. And yeah, you sort of, you know that when you pull on a Maris jersey, there's certain expectations, isn't there, when you, when yeah. you play? Well, that whole success and performance um, side of things is um, part of the reason that Lodge loves its sponsorship, but also uh, that whole culture of connection bringing mm. bringing people to um together yeah is part of uh part of the you know the ethos of our of our sponsorship of maris but um do you have any idea on on how that sponsorship ever um came to be well it was mainly through i mean i talked to well the knee bones are the the main uh, the main link there mm. and um brian said he's been sort of sponsoring various teams throughout his his time through Lodge Real Estate, um, but obviously Dave Nebo became more of a sponsor um, when Lodge City Rentals first came on, and um, yeah, maybe 20 plus years they've been involved in some way or another, or even further back with with Brian and his individual stuff. So it's been um, yeah, it's been a pretty pretty good link with the club and country company. Yeah, it's quite it is quite a quite a stint and long long yeah run, yeah long yeah continued multi <laughs> yeah that's right. And to the both of you, um, how have you seen the club change uh, during your time? Because you've both been with the club mm. a long time now. You you know right through your junior years for uh, for you, James. What have, what have been yeah. the monumental changes that you've actually seen with the club? Well, Maris is a little bit nomadic in terms of its home base. Um, when I was a juniors, we were at Boundary Road, and I think that might have been our second. Or third, even um, yeah, home ground, third home ground. Um, I remember you were at one stage down in that Boys High Gully. In yeah, Beals, yeah, that's Beals right. Beals yeah, back in the day. Um, so we we're out of there, and then we're obviously at Old Farm now. So obviously we've moved around a bit. Um, the I think what's changed is rugby's changed a lot in terms of you know participation numbers and things like that. And we still do have a really good number of teams, but there's a lot less people coming through and playing rugby, and the, and the clubs actually started to diversify and become. Not just rugby 
focused but more community focused and offering you know different sports up to, to the community and, and having a focus on that um, so I think that's probably the biggest change is being a traditional rugby club and then sort of you know as time's gone on transitioning into more of a community club and you've uh, you're obviously club captain and um, I know you've got a, a really strong board um, at uh, at Mar- Maris it's led really well by Blair Curry mm. um, so what's the what's the future vision for Maris? Where, where's the, where's the club going? Well, Blair's um, yeah he's got a he's he's really pushed forward, and I think he's he's actually he's got a great vision for the club, like in terms of providing more opportunities for different sports, providing areas where um, the community can come, no matter if you're rugby, you know, Gaelic football, um, cricket, um, frisbee, uh, gridiron, all those all those sports are starting to get. Uh, t- to be based at Hamilton Marist and I think um, with the expansion of sort of the East Link um, and everything they're looking to do there with a crossroad with the tennis, karate, badminton, um, just really linking in with that and providing like a, a really awesome sports facility for the whole of sort of the east side of the city. Um, so you yeah, were really excited about getting on board with it that. It sounds like maximising the use of all of the resources there so that they're not just sitting uh, empty for you know long periods of uh, the day. 100%. And, and one of the things that he's really pushing in the next year and we're, we're working towards is getting an artificial um, pitch on our main pitch. And I mean, we've seen it this year, we've already cancelled for the rugby stuff, we've cancelled junior rugby, we've had to push prem stuff off. And having this artificial pitch there will not only mean we can play those you know, those games um, throughout the year, even no matter what the weather is, but then we can have concerts and um, other other sports coming in, um, host massive events that you know that would be right near on that sort of East Link and Wairui Drive. And it's just going to be, this club's going to go from being like sort of your social sort of get together for a Saturday to being actually a full-time operation that's just like fully sort of linked into the community and being a real support for them so super exciting oh it's, uh, it's, it's going to be awesome when you talk yeah. about it in those, in those concepts yeah and, yeah, yeah. And, and also just a great way to bring um, lots of diverse people uh, together to share stories 100%. and you know, be part of a uh, community speaking about the future mm. you got a pretty exciting game coming up Ryan you want to tell us yeah. about that yeah we do um, on July 1st um, we the under 85 kg team will play their last round robin game at, at home before semi-finals and uh, we've got a charity jersey and, and game that we're going to be playing where we talk about community we've been trying to connect to our community this year and our team and so the boys have gone out and and put together this really special jersey and um, yeah we'll be playing in it and then auction, auctioning it off uh, we've joined with mates Matt ENZ um, who support mental health uh, for everybody in New Zealand you know not just men or, or female or, or um, ages or anything and uh, we're going to be as I say auctioning these off thanks to the great support from Lodge and all money all proceeds will be going directly back to Mates Matter NZ who who help our community get through tough times. This is a super exciting initiative. Um, what brought it about? Well, as a coach, um, I think you always sort of realise in the back of your mind that you're there not only to coach the X's and O's or, or the game plan, but you're actually there to help upskill people, to support people, and to see them get better. And there's nothing better for me as a coach to see people achieve. You know, it's really, it's really neat. But last year, in particular, with everything going on, COVID and, and more awareness of, of mental health issues, I was actually made more aware of, of the struggles that everybody goes through. And 
what actually how it sort of really started was a, a, one of our players came to training and I could see that he had other things on his mind and he was trying to support his partner who had just lost her best friend 18 years of, of age through suicide and you know it wasn't his friend but it directly affects him and then suddenly he turns up at training and you can see that he's he's not there so I went and talked to him and and um, offered support etc and once he told me what had happened um, you've got children you know I've got children it hits home and uh, so I said to him mate you don't have to be here you know you don't have to be at rugby training and throw your body around and his response was I want to be here I want to be part of the part of the team and I just want to get away from struggles for a bit and just be with the boys and laugh and joke and have some fresh air and it sort of hit me then how important clubs are and sporters and our, how important our team is and the culture that we set and mateship absolutely mm. have, having people there who may not be from the same city town background as you but who go through similar things and then at the very end of the year um we'd finished up and i get a message at you know half past 12 in the morning when we finished and it was that player thanking me for the season and telling him how important it was for his mental health to come back and play footy uh, but more be part of a club and um and it gave him drive to come back this year and put in more effort and i could talk for hours about different scenarios we've even had this year with players coming up to me telling me how important it is to be a part of sport and i think the big thing is is that we all go through struggles and sometimes it's, it's hard to to reach out because you don't know who but when you're around your mates or creating friends it just seems so easy sometimes just sitting down and just going hey how's your day and going oh i wasn't that good actually and sometimes just talking yeah. and we're really lucky that we have a great network and some people don't some people don't know how to reach out or, or what there is and what when we looked at our culture and theme that we were trying to get across as the marist under 85s this year we talked about culture and supporting our community and so what we wanted to do was reach out to our community and actually tell them that we're here to support you it's not the other way around you know the community shouldn't be coming to us we should be going to our community so the idea i can't remember how i came up with it but the idea was um for the players to connect with their community we talked about being from different places and this player in particular is from the bay of plenty moved over here with no support network and now he has one through being a part of this club so we went out and we asked the players to connect with their community ask for um, a donation to go uh, towards the jersey to put a message of hope on the jersey and we came back with uh, 33 players coming back with these very special and heartwarming messages on the jersey and I don't know <laughs> it gets quite hard when you when, when you go through it but I don't know any of these people but when you start reading some of the messages you realize how important people are and and how important it is to connect with them and this jersey is our way of saying if you're lost or if you want help if you if you want to seek support if you want to to find something in your life that that can give you a purpose then you don't have to be a super rugby player you don't have to be a coach you know you don't have to be a player you could be a coach a manager a supporter just come down and, and get involved with with your community and, and again it doesn't have to be marist it doesn't have to be rugby it could be a chess club it could be a squash club but get out there into the community and, and you'll find that there's a lot of support there. i guess the whole <clears throat> it's it's moved um from you know it's all 
well and good being part of performance and winning championships mm. and those type of things, but the real value in the Marist Club seems to be about well-being and, 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 and that whole yeah. um, looking after yourself physically, but also looking after your uh, your mental health and, and getting that's such a noble cause. But um, how do any of our listeners who are actually wanting to uh, get in and support this, how do they do that, right? Yep. Um, so we're starting our social media campaign um, today, actually, um, running for the month as part of our team, but also the Hamilton Marist uh, Club. So anybody out there can go onto social media, search Hamilton Marist Rugby. They'll be able to find videos that we're putting up. Uh, there's going to be things that we drop throughout the month um, towards this charity uh, jersey. So like I said, on July 1st, we're going to be playing against uh, Melville Rugby Club in these jerseys and then straight afterwards uh, we're going to be heading back into the club and these jerseys will be auctioned off um, so a great way to uh, to be involved is to come down and, and maybe look to purchase a jersey but not only that uh, we're quite lucky that we've got the founder of Mates Matter Craig Bullock coming down to speak to us and as well as an ex-professional rugby player and a great club man Stephen Mesa who um, has suffered from concussion with his rugby which affected his mental health in terms of having headaches, not being able to work, not being able to do the thing that he loved and provided support for his family, which was rugby. So we're going to have a little Q&A session uh, before the auction just to talk about, you know, the struggles that some people have and raise awareness that you're not alone and there's support here. So I just encourage anybody to come down to Hamilton Marist, um, especially on July 1st, come mm-hmm. down see what the club's about. It's going to be an awesome day down there yeah, with the Sponsors be. Day and yeah. our Premier's playing at home. We're hoping to play the curtain raiser to that one. and um, Interesting yeah. speakers speaking on interesting topics. No doubt that'll be actually entertaining. And of course, I, I'm unfortunately away that mm. day. Can't be there. But I know ex-Hamilton uh, Marist um, player, uh, keen supporter and lodge auctioneer Dean Abraham or Boog. Yep. Uh, we'll be doing the uh, doing the auction uh, for you, so yeah. it'll be it'll be a terrific day, and no doubt there'll be a full crew. Walsh, you'll have organised from oh, yeah. down there. Hopefully. Yeah, there's going to be <laughs> a... dig deep into their pockets and part with some <laughs> <laughs> right. part with some cash. It would be nice to actually see. Yeah, <laughs> right. We'll uh, return to our regular feature now: uh, the two truths and a lie. And James, you uh, read three statements at the beginning of the uh, of the episode. If I can ask you to recap those and tell us which one was indeed a lie. Um, well, the rec we had uh, Maris was just a rugby club. Is that true? Um, and that is not true. That's, oh, that is true. Sorry, that's <laughs> true. That is true. No, sorry, Maris is just a rugby club. That is not true. That's the lie. That's no. That, that, that's the lie. That's, yeah, 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 yeah. It's much more than a rugby. Yeah, club. yeah, much more than a rugby club. Yeah, get myself confused now. What's true? What's not? Yeah, I'll have to get a confession. Yeah, um, no, it'll um, be solved on Sunday. No, there's a there's a number of sports now at Maris, um, and it's it's a real wide variety. Not just traditional sort of New Zealand sports. In some ways, we've got Gaelic football. Obviously, we've got cricket, rugby. Um, gridiron, gridiron we've got the frisbee, we've got the lacrosse. Um, so there's a whole bunch of clubs now that are associated with Maris. So, yeah, very different, very different, very uh, different. Space. Ryan's never scored a try for the club, Ryan. Yeah, I've scored one in 16 years at halfback. I, I scored in one second five. Um, as a floater, really, Jeremy, just <laughs> out the back, following the guys that make the meters. Um, it was a massive two meter try. Like I spun and fell over. It was great. I've yeah. got it on video. Oh, yeah. It'll be up on that page replayed, later. Yeah. <laughs> and the when last you only oh. score one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You remember it. Yeah, every single moment. Yeah, and you also other people hear about it too. So yeah. <laughs> um, and the other one, it's actually one truth and two lies. Yeah, it is. Yeah, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, 
Maris is 101. Yes. So the centenary was supposed to be last year, um, but because of COVID, we pushed it out to to this year. Um, so it's actually 101 years old um, as of this year. So we had the centenary celebrations in April, which were a great success. And um, yeah, it's sort of it's been really good actually. Well, I think it's I think it's terrific because yeah. it's uh, it, it's also sailed close to the wind on a couple of occasions, and mm. just some great uh, great club men get in there. Yeah. And uh, like a phoenix rise from the ashes, really. If you, yeah. If you, you know. Uh, and, and make sure that the club um, had this long longevity. It's not an easy thing to do. No, no, and it's it's awesome that like um, you know it's this is very timely in terms of where we've been and been probably disconnected from everyone that we have these you know the club having this interior stuff can bring a lot of people back together that probably is sort of drifted apart slightly so because of obviously COVID and the pandemic and things like that so it's been fantastic mm. well there you have it uh, gentlemen thank you very much for stopping in today and enlightening us on what is going on at uh, Hamilton Marist I thoroughly enjoyed the chat and all the best for the club Ryan really mm. wishing you the best for this uh, upcoming campaign the game itself July 1 make sure you get down and support the club uh, dig into your pockets, attend the auction, see if you can se- secure yourself one of these very, very uh, special jerseys. To our listeners, get down, make sure you uh, get down on July 1, support uh, Ryan and the Maris Club if you can, uh, and make sure you've subscribed to the Home Truths podcast so you can tune in next time. Thanks for joining us on the Lodge Real Estate Home Truths podcast. Learn more about today's topic and our panel guests by visiting our website, lodge.co.nz.